Your favorite PGA and LPGA legends, pros and top instructors are right here every week on Next on the Tee. Join Chris as the greats of the game share their stories, insights and playing lessons. Now, back to Chris and more of the show. All right, now joining me here on the French Lick Resort guest line is Perry French. Perry is the brand territory manager for Strixon, Cleveland and Zexio Golf. And along with that, he's also the weekly partner with our good friend Matthew Lawrence on their show, Backspin Golf, which you guys know is one of my all-time favorite shows, my regular weekly Sunday morning, 8.03 a.m. tea time. You can hear Perry sharing his insights, playing lessons, and some advice from Matthew and the rest of us. And again, you can find it online at WLXG.com, and it's on WLXG ESPN Radio in Lexington, Kentucky. And I'm very grateful that Perry is with me tonight here on Next on the Tee. Good evening, Perry. Thanks for coming on the show. Chris, hey, good evening. So, Perry, I got to ask you, first of all, at, at the top, how did, how did you and Matthew get hooked up? You know, Matthew and I have a, have a couple of really close friends in common. And he, when he was at Duke University doing the commentary for the basketball program down there, he came in contact with a good friend of mine from, uh, from Titleist Golf who was a, happened to be a huge Duke fan. And uh, John Priest is his name, and his son Hutch would always – make a trip over to Durham to catch a, a couple of either back-to-back weekend games where they could travel, you know, and, and play and play some golf and, and catch a couple of games. And, and when Matthew moved to Lexington, we got hooked up. And uh, after a couple of years of being here, he started the, the, the Backspin Golf Program, and that invited me to be on. And uh, we have been friends and golfing patriots ever since. So had you been doing radio before? Because you're such a natural at it, and you guys have such a great banter with one another. Were you doing that before? No, I have, I have not. Uh, you know, obviously, it's just uh, it's part of being in the golf business. The uh, the talking golf part's pretty natural to me after uh, you know just from from being a kid, growing up in golf all my life, and being around golf people, and uh, and having uh, the pleasure of working for a couple of major manufacturers. You you really start understanding what this crazy game's all about from uh, from club club development all the way to try to play it. And I've been a PGA pro for 25 years, so it's uh, it's been in my 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 bloodline all all the way since being a kid, so it comes pretty naturally. And speaking, as you mentioned a moment ago, Perry, you're a PGA pro, so when you're not on the radio and when you're not out doing stuff with the, with the Strixon brands, are, are you still giving lessons? Uh, I do. We, uh, most of my teaching is done, Chris, with, uh, within our confines of our, our Cleveland Golf Short Game Clinics. Uh, when I happened to catch your show with uh, Tom Patreon uh, a couple weeks ago, and, and he was talking about how most people don't, take the time to practice their short game. And, and Matthew and I, every season we go through this, uh, you know, two or three, uh, certainly out of the gate, certainly in the springtime gate of getting people to start thinking about their golf game, but go to practicing your short game first. And the, and it was great to hear him talk about it, to have another, another well-known professional talk about what most people overlook as the easiest way to make your game better. So I do a lot of short game clinics with my accounts. We, we introduce the, the players to our product with the, the, the multiple wedges that we offer from the, from the smart swole maximum game improvement wedge. So or to our tour wedge RTX four and to our, our game improvement CBX wedge. So we have great wedges to offer for lots of different skill players, but we also give them instruction on how to hit that 15 yard wedge shot or the, the bunker shot or just the chip and run shot. So it's, 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 it's an informative way to learn the game, but also get the right equipment in your hands. And that's, that's what we do a lot of though. That's where most of my teaching is done now uh, at this point. 
And that's and that's perfect, Perry, because that's one of that's the first thing I, I really wanted to get into with you. Because to your point, Tom Patry has been you know banging into my head you know for years now. <laughs> short game, short game, short game, right? It's fifty right. yards in it, it, at most, and I need to a hundred yards in. Spend your time there. He doesn't want me. You know, leave your driver at home. You don't need to be taking that thing out to the to the uh, mm-hmm. to the practice range and that sort of thing. Spend your time mm-hmm. where you where you need to, and that's on the short game. So that's where I really wanted to start by talking about. A lot of the wedges that you guys have, Cleveland Golf, I mean, I've been a huge fan of the Cleveland Golf wedges for, for many, many years mm-hmm. now. When I looked at, at your line, you got the the RTX4 wedges that won gold out on the Golf Digest hot list this year. Talk about what makes those you know wedges so good and what we should actually be carrying in our bag. How many wedges do we need? Well, first of all, the RTX 4 wedge is is truly in in the design and, and how it came to market, a product that is tour tour stamped and tour driven by what the best players in the world want in a performance wedge. And a performance wedge is different than the wedge that matches your set in your bag. I know a lot of players buy clubs and they pitching wedge, of course, and then they get a gap wedge and a sand wedge to match. And that's all well and good. But for the best players in the world, they're really trying to dial in how to hit those scoring shots with the most amount of feedback and the most amount of precision and distance control they can get as well as the correct amount of spin. And I say that correct amount because too much spin's no good, not enough spin's no good either. So they're looking to really dial it in. And what they did with uh, with our tour development players uh, and our tour staff, we, we took them to the range, said, hey, what do you want in the wedge? What do you, how do you want it to look? How do you want it to feel? Even how do you want it to sound? And that's maybe may seem silly to some of the to lay people out there, but sound is is the is a way best players determine feel. And it's not just how the club face hits the ball. So they 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 it took all these things into 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 the the mix and came out with what I believe in the, the eight years I've been selling for the company, the best wedge we've ever designed for the best players in the game. So that was what we did with RTX four and, and that's the type of thing where those players typically have three to four wedges in the bag. They don't leave that space in the bag that is longer than you know maybe 12 to 15 yards separation. They have a they have a wedge that it hits. They use for specific shots, whether it be that flop shot around the green or that uh, that 40 yard wedge. And they they have those clubs in the bag because they're going to be challenged every week and every day they play with executing shots from a lots of different lies and lots of different types of you know, yardages. So it's important for them to have the right tools to hit the type of elevations that they need to create and amount of spin that they need to create. So most players, unfortunately, don't have enough wedges in their bag to make those kind of shots. They kind of take that pitching wedge and they try to use that with by closing it down and making it the bump and run wedge. They try to use a, a sand wedge and w- open it way up and hit a lob. But most players don't have enough practice and skill to be very good. So one of the things we can talk about right there is this, make sure you have more wedges in your bag than than you do three and four and five irons, okay? <laughs> That's the first thing we probably have to do with most players. <laughs> you know, um, and like you said, with, with going back to Tom, you need to have clubs that let you score better, not getting to the green. And to that end, right, gapping, you sort of alluded to yeah. a minute ago, is very important. How do we know, do, do, you know what gapping we need and how many wedges we need in order to fill where we're supposed to be? Yeah, uh, so most players, well, again, we, we have a pitching wedge that matches the set in our bags. Most tour players, however, will pull that pitching wedge out and they'll get a performance wedge with the amount of grooves and, and the design and the feedback that that performance wedge that we offer in RTX4 gives them. So 
what they'll do is they'll just they'll sub out by yardage. So let's just say, for example, you hit your pitching wedge a hundred yards in the air on the fly. As I jokingly say to players, how far would you hit this club if you had to carry water? Okay, <laughs> that tells me how far they're comfortable landing the ball in the air. Um, if I get them to give me the right number, then we're gapping from that point, and that means basically going in an increment of about 10 to 12, maybe 15 yards tops between that that top end full swing yardage with that pitching wedge and then back to a gap wedge. And it could be, again, depending on what your pitching wedge is, and a lot of players, uh, today's product, the pitching wedge is 44, 45, and, and it might be 46. So you we try to get about a four to five yard, four to five degree separation in their clubs. So we just stagger it that way and move backwards towards the green that way. Perry, I want to switch it up just a little bit because uh, Zexio mm-hmm. is a brand that I don't think enough people know about. Talk about you know what Zexio is compared to what we have with Strixon in Cleveland. We're uh, we're real fortunate, and I say we as, as I speak about the company, but we have three distinct brands. The Strixon brand has certainly been designed from a product standpoint to target the tour player. The Cleveland Golf brand has been designed to target the average avid golfer looking to for great product at a great price for game improvement and game enhancement. And that's just to fit the way players, what they need in the way of, you know, forgiving products. Best players want that feedback and they want to be able to control all those different variables and get that feedback from the club. Zexio kind of takes those two things and turns the market upside down. We use Zexio brand and it's been, it's been created. It's in its 20th year now. It's the number one selling product in Japan for the last 17 years. And this brand was spawned by the fact that Strixon was the distributor for Callaway Golf back in the 90s. And that Callaway contract for distribution came to end in the late 90s. So they decided they needed to build a brand to target that market player that they were selling to, to deliver a product that would perform it for what those skilled players were. And most of those players were the average golfer who was losing club head speed and didn't have enough launch to really perform as well as they could. And they just took everything and said, we're going to, the holds barred, build the best equipment with the best materials and target that player with less than 95 miles an hour club head speed. That is by far and away the largest part of the golfing market in today's world, across the world, not just here in the United States. Most players don't have 95 miles an hour of driver speed at, at, at you know, a club head speed. So Zexio started this this 20-year voyage and basically continued to build and, and manufacture product that just performs ultra lightweights. We're talking shaft weights, shaft weights, Chris, that are, are 36 grams, 42 oh my. grams. These are weights that are uh, unbelievable to the marketplace. Clubs that weigh 250 total grams of dead weight, or if you will, just total weight, uh, compared to where most companies, whether you put a, a, a soft graphite A-flex Ladies Flex, they weigh about 320 grams. So it's almost a 25% lighter weight golf club. That weight alone helps players do two things. Swing it faster. We know if you can swing it faster and make better, and make better contact, the ball's going to go further. So most players are challenged by as they get older and they lose speed, they lose the ability to retain shaft, um, shaft load and shaft bend and energy. Uh, the, the design of the, of the Zexio brand is to create a shaft that actually retains shaft bend and shaft load so that you're not losing that 
power as it comes into the ball. It, it sounds crazy, but it's, it's tr- technology at its finest. I've, I've, I've seen it firsthand where players who, who typically with their current driver are hitting at 180 yards in the air. Uh, this is a player who drives it with about 85 miles an hour club head speed. Um, so they're, 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 they're not having a hard, fun time playing those par fours at, you know, 375 yards. It's a long hole. And that's, they're not getting out there very far with roll and all that. So when we put this driver in their hand with this lightweight technology and all of a sudden the ball travels 208 yards in the air with, you know, with lower spin and rolls out about to 220, their golf game's changed. Okay. I hadn't done anything but give this player the better, um, I haven't changed their swing an inch. Okay. Uh, just give them the, yeah. that let them retain more energy. Uh, and to couple that, we, we, developed a golf ball right alongside that that you have on your desk there and hopefully you'll give me some feedback once you get a chance to play but it's it's a low compression soft soft golf ball by feel okay and i don't mean by the way it mushes it, it allows that player with that club hit speed to maximize launch conditions with the initial velocity of the golf ball launches off the off the, the impact and how it spins and of course Feel is important in a golf ball, just like it is uh, with golf clubs, and that's that. Those two things combined really give players an enhanced performance. And um, quite frankly, we're seeing a, a really significant uh, domino effect here in the states. It's been three years now, and uh, Azexio brand, uh, as you may have seen, we've got some nice advertising with the Big Easy talking about the product and basically just talking it's not, not so much talking but it's a brand experience and he is a he's a, he's not who player the product's for but the big easy is a lifestyle guy he swings it easy and the and the tagline is easier swing easier path to better golf and and if players experience Dexio at their clubs or at the course where they play man it's going to be uh, it it could really change their game so there's a lot there to digest, and there are a couple of things that I want to uh, expand on. So first of all, you've got the Zexio X and the Zexio Prime irons, and both look absolutely Correct. spectacular. I know the, the X got the, the gold standard by uh, Golf Digest on their mm-hmm. hot list. So talk about mm-hmm. what's the difference between the X and the Prime. Okay, so so you and I go play golf, and uh, we're both we're both 90-mile-an-hour driver speed players, okay? We both, yep. if you put us on a, a launch monitor, we both hit with a ball. Our clip hit speed is 90 miles an hour. Your golf swing, though, is very much a long and surfy golf swing. We'll call it a, a Sam Snead style golf swing, right? Yeah. Fluid flowing. We just wish we hit it as square as Sam did, right? So <laughs> then we go to, <laughs> then we go to the, the, the next player, my, my swing, who's a, my ex hockey player, me, I'm a short back swing. I'm real quick in transition. And I kind of slap at it, right? There's your difference. How the shaft is loaded, how the shaft is returned to the golf, to the ball. The prime series is for players with the slow syrupy swings, i.e. the big easy. The Zexio yep. 10, or X as you called it, um, is designed for players with a little quicker transition. So the shaft profile is a little different. Uh, it's not quite as uh, soft from from tip to, to butt, it's a little bit lighter. It's 36 grams compared to 44. doesn't sound like much, but it, it definitely transitions difference in how the player uh, loads and unloads the shaft. And it helps with the player's ability to return the club squarely with less dispersion. So we're trying to match up this player's profile by how they swing the golf club. And the tag I use when I'm fitting players, it's 
it's not how fast you swing it, it's how you swing it fast. And and there's there's where where those two products are different. We also have a ladies version. Certainly ladies, the one thing that's great about Zexio is it, it fits all lady players from the ladiest golfer who's uh, getting into golf for the first time and or has been playing golf and hits it 165, 70 yards. Lady Zexio is a great product. It's easier to swing, but they can move all the way up to the club champion lady player who's been playing a, a men's senior club uh, at her, in, in her hands from any of the other brands. And this, the men's uh, Zexio 10 or the, or the Prime would work perfectly for them. So it's how that player swings the golf club. All right, so let's let's talk about the golf ball now. And I had heard Matthew talking, uh, you know, on your show about uh, you know how beautiful a golf ball it is, and and you know how nervous he is about you know potentially losing one and showing it to people, but not letting anybody hold it or touch it or do that sort of thing. And then, and I thought that's that's crazy. That's Matthew being crazy. And then I got a yeah. dozen. You said you were kind enough to to, to send me a dozen, yeah. and I'm sitting here looking at it as we speak. It's a beautiful golf ball. It's different looking than anything I've ever seen. Talk about the Zexio golf ball. Sure. It, it, and again, that's part of the brand, the brand mystique, but also the the brand presence. And so what you've got is you have what they call the, the Zexio Platinum and the Zexio Gold. Okay. That's the two different golf balls. They are, they are essentially the same exact golf ball, Chris. There, there's no difference in either one's design. The, the, the coloration, the box presentation is for those players who like to look at something with a platinum finish and some who like to look with a gold finish. Okay. That's really the difference on the, on the visual, but it's very glittery. It's very cool looking. Um, and it does have a, a unique appearance when you, when you put it out in, hold it in your hand and pull, pull it out of the box. But the key guts of that golf ball are three things. The first thing is the core and how it's designed. Again, we're targeting players with slower to mid to, to mid club head speed. So we want a golf ball that responds to how they strike the ball. So it's a lower compression ball. There's no real number that's been assigned to it. It's just in a it's a factor of compression that lets that player match up their club head speed the best and, and we know what what it fits between I'll say seventy and eighty five to ninety miles an hour driver speed. Second piece of it is the is is what is the cover, right? It's a it's a cover that has to feel good and perform with enough spin, but not too much, where it robs players of distance. So it's a blended cover. It's a blended cover of urethane and other polymers that make it a very soft sounding golf ball, but also a very playable golf ball. When you strike it with your driver, it doesn't spin too much. Uh, a lot of players. Um, suffer from what I call the plop shot. That's P-L-O-P. Um, that's where the driver goes out and hits the ground and goes plop, right? Doesn't doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> and that's because the, the driver is spinning too much, right? It's it's the flop shot reversed. So what we have to do when you're, we put a golf ball on, your, on the tee is we have to have the spin enough to hold it in flight because not enough spin, the ball falls out of the sky, right? And if it has uh, too much spin, it balloons up in the air and it falls short and doesn't roll. So We've designed this golf ball with enough cover and then, then the unique dimple pattern that we put on it that will hold its trajectory based on that speed. I always go back to the speed because a 75-mile-an-hour driver's speed doesn't deliver the, the initial trajectory and velocity that a player with, with 100 miles or certainly a tour player at 120 to 25 miles an hour driver's speed. So if players can put that in their head, how you strike that golf ball with that initial speed 
it will affect what initially happens with launch and spin. And those two things right there determine your success rate with distance and maximizing that golf ball's performance. So it feels good. It looks good. It sounds good. And around the green, it just, you know, it just putts as, it's putts like a, like a tour golf ball. So it's a pretty unique combination that's well planned out. And reasonably priced. And that's sixty bucks a dozen. It's not cheap, right? <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. And, but you know, the, you talked about the cover. I mean, it's it's sort of glittery, right? I mean, what's what, yeah. what, what so what's in the cover of the golf ball? Well, okay. The first part of the uh, in the cover. Great, great question. They use a bit of titanium. Titanium helps keep the golf ball whiter. So it's an infused with. It's just a titanium powder that's uh, mixed in with the blended uh, with the urethane blend. And it makes it whiter. So it has a bright white appearance and will not dull after you use it a few times. A lot of golf balls have a tendency to kind of go a kind of an ashen color, a little light or maybe a light gray, um, if you've ever noticed that. So we put titanium in the golf ball to retain its bright whiteness. And then the, the, the covering, the wood is the gold and the, and the platinum the lettering. And of course the numerals, um, is just that it's just, it's a, it's an infused paint job. <laughs> It's the high-end paint job that, the, that you see in the, on the car, walking, driving down the street, right? It's just got, it's just got some extra materials in there that make that glitter come out. And, um, it doesn't wear out. It doesn't like you would hit it and you go, Oh my gosh, I'm going to knock the paint off the golf ball. You'd like to think you were if you're hitting a big drive, but that's not the story. You does the paint's going to stay on. It's very cool looking. Uh, but it's just a really neat presentation mostly. Yes, it is. <laughs> and that absolutely looks fantastic. I can't wait to get it out there. Perry, yeah. just a couple more before I let you go. And, yeah. and first, sure. now I, I, I need I need some help from you because I plan on seeing Matthew sometime this yeah. summer. So I got to get some advice from you. What's his game really like, and how can I get in his head? Because I think right now I need at well, least two strokes aside from him. Matthew's uh, he's got a, a long surfy swing that is definitely, uh, you know, he he definitely is is a, a tempo driven player. So when he gets off tempo. He can become a little, he can become a little rattled, and the and that's probably Matthew's biggest downfall is because his his fuse is as short as the cannonballs. Okay, <laughs> he, he literally, he, he literally, you know, if he gets going Good sideways, it's gonna. I've always worked on Matthew about trying to just say, look at, you know, don't get so excited. He's, you know, he's a he's a native New Yorker. He's a Brooklynese or something. He's a he's a he's a tight wired guy. And he's, uh, he takes his golf very seriously. So you got to make sure you just kind of, you don't want to jab him because he, he'll, he'll take that as that'll give him the fuel to be more control, you know, more, uh, focused, right? He doesn't want that. You let it, let him go and he'll, he'll, that fuse will get lit at some point in time. And then from once he, once the fuse is lit, forget about it. Okay. Yeah. He's, 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 he's got a pretty, He's got a pretty consistent game. He's not terribly long anymore, but, and he used to play a lot of golf and played good golf back, you know, back in the day, as we say. But he, um, he is a fun guy to play golf with. Um, and when you come to town, I, I want to, I want to, I want to know so I can, a worst case scenario, I can get in a cart and commit that you guys play around the golf together. But, uh, it, it's worth, it'll be worth a watch. Because uh, he, because uh, he's fun to play golf with. And, uh, like I said, you just got to watch out. He kind of, he kind of lets us, let's just let him go. Don't, you don't don't egg them on because it'll happen at some point in time. You know how golf is. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, right. Crazy. So I got to get you, I got to get your advice on a couple of tournaments coming up. I know you got uh, you know several yeah. of your players, the Strixon players. 
So first of all, in the yeah. match play, in the Dell match play, who do you like? Because oh. um, and people, I'm starting to read Shane Lowry, sort of a sexy pick to come out of his group. And then, then of course, you got uh, Hideki in the same group with Dustin Johnson. Yeah. So who do you like? No. Well, we're we're en- we're enjoying a pretty good year uh, early out. Hideki had a great weekend last uh, at the players, and and you know, eleven under par, two rounds. But it, Chris, it's match play. Oh my gosh! And it's match play with with within the pods, if you will. And yeah, you know, I'm hoping I'm hoping that we can get at least one of our top guys out of their pods. Uh, they're all the draws are. Yeah, I've looked at it, and you know, for me to pick somebody, I'm going to go with Natsuyama, just because. I think he's got enough game to where he's, a, if you've watched him play, he's, he's a, he's a streaky player, right? So he can, he might not play well for three or four holes and, you know, and then I, all of a sudden he can turn it on and, and get it going. And in a match play, you got to be resilient that way. You kind of, it's only, you know, you don't have to be worrying about making, you know, uh, making a bunch of pars. You got to make birdies in match play. And I like Hideki's chances of doing that. Uh, he would be my, my odds on pick from a, from a Shrixon guy that show up and, and it'd be fun to see him. Uh, he's back in form. He's been healthy. So that's a good. So take that a week further out and we've got the masters right there oh, on the horizon. Uh, do you like him there as well? Or who do you like at Augusta? Boy, I tell you what, you know, certainly you would think there'd be some momentum to grab, but uh, you know, I, I think from, from what guys are going to play, I'll be, I'm going to look forward to seeing Keegan Bradley play is playing his best golf right now since he won the PJ really has it's been his best six months, eight months of golf. Um, I think he would be probably the top Strixon player coming into going, you know, that'll come out of the week of the Masters. Um, wouldn't that be crazy if he were to pull off a win? But I, I don't know. It, it certainly from a all-around game, Matsuyama certainly seems to have all the tools, but uh, his putter lets him down. And if the Masters, whoo, boy, the putter is 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 king, and and I think that's. But we'll probably hold Hideki back is is uh, getting a little bit uh, uh, either too bold with the putter or getting gun shy, and I don't know if he can uh, he can put those greens as well. But uh, I'm going to go with Keegan to play the best of the Masters, and uh, I don't know if he can put a green jacket on, but that'd be fun to watch. Perry, before we let you go, let our listeners know how can they stay up to date with all the great things that you and the brand are doing, either online or on social media. Yeah, it's it's certainly it's, it's easy. It's www.clevelandgolf.com, www.strixongolf.com, and then it's xio xxio dot usa dot com. So uh, those are both the three ways to get the most information about the brands. Uh, if you're looking to try the product out, there's you're going to find uh, the nearest facility and event taking place that you could attend on on those three sites. Uh, and certainly at your local golf course is another best way to figure out what uh, where is the chance to try those products out. And that's uh, that would be my best guess to help people uh, find the way to our brands. Well, Perry, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your night to come over and uh, and be a part of the show. I hope you'll come back and share more of your stories and insights with us. I feel like we just barely scratched the surface, and I'd sure like to get more time with you. But uh, I really appreciate the fact that you were here tonight. Chris, my pleasure. Look forward to it anytime. Be well. Perry, say hi, to, say hi to Matthew for me. I'll be listening on Sunday morning. I appreciate you. We'll, we'll do. Thanks, my friend. All right. Take care, Perry. Take- that is the great Perry French. And like I say, you can hear him every Sunday morning in the first segment of the show with Matthew on Backspin Golf, WLXG.com. Download the WLXG app 
a lot of great stuff. I'm telling you, folks, you got to go check out that Zexio golf ball. That is absolutely outstanding. And then uh, take a look at their irons and their drivers as well. It's a it's an interesting brand, and they're doing great stuff. And think about that, uh, you know, a third less weight in their in their irons and in their drivers, and that, what that'll do for your swing speed and that sort of thing. Looking forward to checking those out as well, and obviously getting Perry back on the show again real soon.